Today on the show, I speak with Priti Nivaskar about her new album, Inner Sanctuary. And we talked about the obstacles when working on different projects and how it affects your life overall. And I'm wondering, what challenges are you experiencing with projects that you may be working on or that you have worked on before? And how did they impact your life outside of the project? So why don't you drop me a line and let me know. You can go to the storyofmepodcast.com on the contact page and record it or write it down and send it to me. Please continue to support the podcast by rating and reviewing it on iTunes and sharing it with a friend. This helps me get the word out and expands the reach of the podcast. And then I can bring you more guests like we have on the program today. And if you've been enjoying the program and getting something out of it, please make a donation. Help support the podcast. And you can go to the storyofmepodcast.com and again, the contact page. There's a donate button and you can make a contribution. Thank you. I'd like to tell you about Sing Flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They're handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American-style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code, the story of me podcast and get 10% off. Okay, let's get to today's episode. Beautiful am I, bountiful am I, blissful am I, why? Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where my guests and I share personal stories from our life and explore the psychological insights that were learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you as well as increase your understanding of your own psychological patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now let's get started with the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. 
Welcome to the show. My name is Amarjit Singh, and I am your host. Thank you for joining me today. Today on the program, I sit down with Priti Nivas Kar, who is a kundalini yogi and a musician. And we talk about her new album, Inner Sanctuary. And it's an interesting conversation. We talk about the obstacles to overcome this big project of hers. And it turned out really well. I'm really happy to have her on the program. She's a friend of mine that I've had for quite some time now. And it's really beautiful to see her self-expression come out in such a authentic, really captivating way. Uh, I really, I highly recommend uh, this album. You can go on Bandcamp or wherever else you can download music. I'll put the links in the episode description. And there's also a video of her first single release on YouTube. I'll also put a link of that. I recommend that you watch it. Being a Kundalini Yogi, the music is in mantras, and they're beautiful. She picked some really nice mantras, and we talk a little bit about why she picked some of them and how the songs came about. And it's like I said, it's really nice to be able to see one of your friends reach their potential and, and really exhibit this self-expression that is not only captivating, but really connects with the listener. It's a very emotional, very connecting uh, CD. Going into the interview, you'll hear the beginning of the first single, but I'm only playing a, a small part of it leading up to the interview. But if you stick around after the interview, I will play the entire song and so you can get an idea of her beautiful voice and the great music that goes along with it. So enjoy our conversation and the music. Here is Priti Nivas Kar. You must be very excited for having released your first CD. How does it feel? Yes. I don't know. It feels a little bit like a baby has been born. And um, yeah, just seeing back of how much work and effort has been put on, it actually also feels like a relief, like uh, having space and opportunity for, for new things to come now as it took so much of my uh, attention in the last year. And so you've been working on this for one year now? Yes, actually quite exactly one year. We started recording in February 2020. Yeah. Okay. And 
I listened to the CD. I really liked it. And we'll get into some of the songs in a minute. But first, I wanted to really talk about your background, where you come from, and how you got into uh, singing and, and when this started. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm from Germany. Mm, I think I started practicing Kundalini Yoga. I was thinking about it uh, when I was 13 because my uh, stepmother, she's a Kundalini Yoga teacher. So she kind of started uh, teaching me. And yeah, when I grew older, I was not so much into it. I was traveling a lot and practicing also all kinds of different yogas. But when I was traveling, I also started to play guitar and started to play singing, but more very different kind of music. Um, but when I came back from traveling, eventually I just came back to Kundalini Yoga and also I was playing other mantras, but then I got also more into Kundalini Yoga mantras. And yeah, so then it became more and more strong that this is like somehow my lineage and the link I have uh, to mantra much more in, in the Sikh tradition. Yeah. In which music did you start out uh, singing and playing? It was more like kind of folk songs and different things, like more rainbow kind of music, uh, hippie music, <laughs> I can <laughs> you could call it. So it was more uh, very vague. Also chanting some mantras, but not so much with that integration within me that I really knew what I was chanting and what I was calling when I was chanting. So it was more coming from that free spirit uh, I was. <laughs> and, and which in, what instruments do you play? I you play what the guitar? I play guitar and I also play the harmonium, but these okay. are uh, the main main instruments I am playing also on the CD. Yeah. Okay. The and, other and instruments the, were mainly played from other in, uh, musicians. Okay. And and have you uh, toured with this music yet, or is this something that you haven't been able to do, I guess, maybe because of uh, the situation we're all in? Exactly, yeah. So that year was not so much in going out with that in a physical way, but there were some online concerts I was playing in the... Um, also in the 3HO, there was a New Year's celebration, for example, and there were some other online um, occasions I could already share a bit. Yeah. But I hope in the future we will be able. Yeah, hopefully mm -hmm. things will uh, go back to normal. Who knows? But uh, when when you started to play the music, did you ever have any intention of releasing any CDs or was this something that just came upon you lately or, or what were your intentions when you first started to play music? I think it was more, first of all, to show myself that I am able to, to play music and to express myself through that because I don't really come from a musical background or so. So it was for me something... Um, I was struggling a lot for many years to to allow myself to to share my voice, especially in front of other people. So to sing in front of people it took me many many years that I was daring to sit around the fire and 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 share music. That was a big struggle for many years to yeah to have the courage to do that. And, and how did you get over that? It was by putting myself into that situation again and again and again and again and feeling ashamed and feeling that uh, actually expansion of my limitations or of my fear by doing it because I had such a strong 
yeah, something was pulling me to do it again and again. I remember so many times sitting there and it's like, I have to play. I knew I have to play. So I, there was no choice in not doing it, but it was not easy. Yeah. And also then, yeah, just seeing that, yeah, reaction I also got from when I was sharing that there's something valuable in that. Yeah. And how did that carry over into other parts of your life? Because it wasn't something that's isolated. You're just only afraid to share the music. It probably had other aspects of this that carried over into other parts of your life. Mm. Yeah, I think it, it, I was always calling it that this is somehow the biggest challenge I have and the biggest, uh, biggest learning. So I think that was the point I most reached my insecurity I most most touched that that fear I have in in sharing my truth because it was not so much in in sharing other things where I which I also do I I did not reach that point but because music is something for me so vulnerable and so so intimate that um yeah I had that big learning through that and so this was maybe learning how to exhibit or to to hold your personal space, your personal power, and your yeah. your authority. Mm -hmm, exactly, and also that, uh, um, yeah, many times I experienced that, especially as a woman, that it was so much easier with me to sing when there's a man sitting next to me. But when you sing alone, you have to give first of all that. Um, that that strength that stamina that you hold that space but also to surrender to the music so um that was also a big learning of of having those two um yeah forces integrated within me that i can hold space and at the same time surrender to what is happening in the moment then putting together this this cd this project because any project that you do is is difficult or challenging what was the most challenging aspect of putting this together? Because a one year is, is a pretty long project to, to work on and dedicate yourself to. Mm. I think the biggest challenge was the perfectionism. Because once you start to record playing guitar, but also with the singing, you hear it under a microscope, everything what you do. And so you are doing again and again, you record again and again to, to perfect something which you usually don't do. You usually just play from the heart and whatever happened, happened. But when you record, it is there for forever. So then you start to, I started to become more and more critic with myself. But the more I started to become critic with myself, I also uh, felt less that just feeling from the heart and singing from the heart. And then again, it was that, okay, I started to improve my skills on a technical level, but then to also bring the heart again in and the spirit, that was the most challenging thing to really bring those two qualities together. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the CD has a very clean sound to it. I really liked the, the, the clear sound. It really, yeah, to me, it sounded very nice, very clear. I love the mantras. In fact, I like... The Aval Allah Noor, this this mm -hmm. mantra, this sound was very different than the other songs. This sound is almost like a flamingo type of sound or bossa nova sound. It was very, very nice, very different. Yeah. What was the yeah. inspiration for this sound compared to some of the other songs? Mm, 
I remember this uh, Shabbat. Uh, it's also mm. the the only Shabbat on the on the album. Um, I was um, playing in the in the ashram Randas Guru in a big um, group setting, and I wanted to. I knew that I going to do the kirtan for one week there in in that big setting. So I wanted to have something uplifting and and powerful, and it just got something. I think there were eighty people in the group, and we were singing it for one week, and it became so powerful. And people loved it so much that I decided yeah, I want to record it. And then by the great gift of my producer, he also brought more of that flamenco skill with the guitar inside and, and some other instruments. So, yeah. Yeah, that was very nice. I, I mean, I liked all the songs, but that one really, I love Bossa Nova and flamenco type of music since that really stood out to me. It was it was really mm -hmm. nice. Maybe for the listeners, you can explain what a Shabbat is, because not all the listeners are Kundalini yogis. So maybe you can explain mm -hmm. this and the kind of philosophy behind what the power is in this. And and uh, you know, we listen to music, and music moves us, even if it's not mantra music. Any music, any sound moves you. You know, this is not yoga. But this is a little mm -hmm. more impactful because there's a lot behind it. And maybe you can kind of give from your perspective and then what you uh, describe as you bringing to these mantras. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, Shabbat is, let's say, a longer piece from uh, – um, it's actually a prayer. Like a mantra is also a prayer. No? It's a recitation mm -hmm. of, uh, of the Holy Word. And um, a Shabbat, therefore, is it's just a longer passage – so it has more content with it and the way you bring it, you deliver the whole message you know? and the closer you, you feel it in your heart. And then also there's a lot of about that technology of right pronunciation where I'm definitely not a master in, but, uh, it's still some, um, yeah, importance I want to give to, to that also. So, um, yeah, for me, Shabbat just, uh, it's a bit like a story you're telling through music. And the story which comes from the heart of prayer. And, um, yeah, like a mantra also, it's a remembrance of, of the best qualities we have within us and around us, no? And, uh, so therefore, for me, um, it is actually that what truly matters for me, no? Yeah, and just so the listeners know, so this is coming from the, the, the Guru Granth Sahib, which are the scriptures of the Sikhs. And so these Shabads or these passages are, are f stories from the scriptures, the, the Sikh scriptures. And so they have a lot of significance behind them. And, and so how did you go about then picking the ones for your CD? Mm -hmm. were, there, were there any stories behind some of them, any experiences you had with them or, or messages that you really connected to on, on some of them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there were from the beginning some very clear for me, which I definitely want to to have in in the CD, and that was for me, for example, the Dati Hey, where I also uh, uh, released the music video, because for me that is such a simple mantra. It's Dati Hey, Akash Hey, Guru Ram Das Hey. So it is, it just calls into being into presence, the earth, which is the Dati and the Akash, the ethers, and the Guru Ramdas is the, 
the quality of, of love and compassion in the heart. And for me, this is a mantra which very much is related to nature and the experience in nature and the force of heaven and earth within us humans. And so that was something I very connect to since a long time. And yeah, that was uh, very clear to me, for example. Uh, as well, the Sunyai, which is uh, um, also a passage of a, of a Sikh prayer, um, which is the art of deep listening. So to open the consciousness and awareness to also hear not just with the ears, but also with the, with the, um, with the consciousness beyond. So um, that was also something I, I felt very called to to bring that into music with the quality also of there's a lot of um, nature sounds in the in the mantra yeah nice and and uh, any of the other songs that that uh, really spoke to you to put onto the CD or are these songs that you've been playing for a long time mm, yes for example the antajami it's the mm -hmm. evening prayer. It's a part of the evening prayer. Uh, it's also something I, um, yeah, I just loved so much always in the, to chant that evening prayer in the evening. So, uh, it is the Noah of all hearts, uh, who creates destiny. And, uh, it is, uh, something where I just feel so much, uh, that humility, no, of that, uh, that message. Like, let me be the dust of the feet of the saints. So let me be that smallest piece. To uh, to then again expand my my being and the love I feel and um, yeah I've been playing that a lot in different versions but that was also something I I think it's my favorite piece of the CD uh, also how that came to life then with the piano and the violin and uh, yeah seeing also how other people started to involve themselves other musicians in the in the project. To hear other people play something you you initiated, and then it becomes whole, and then it becomes uh, to something where you can say, "Yeah, that's it. That's what you want to bring." Yeah, I think that's something I really love as well. And, and these other musicians you worked with are these people that you have played with before, or are they people that that just supported you for the CD? Mm, so my producer, he um, is a good friend of mine. I I always love to play with when uh, in the past. So I know him since a long time. And then there are um, some other people who also gave their voices in the in the core piece, for example. And they are people I um, I was um, doing singing circles in the past together. And they are also having a mantra band now, but we're not so much so very often playing together but in the past we did a lot of singing circles together and with one friend of them now i started to do uh, chanting circles again so mm -hmm. um yeah they are most of them are dear friends of of mine who also play music the instruments and the arrangements were very nice i really enjoyed the different arrangements and the the piano and yeah. some of the songs it was uh yeah very nice so when Someone finishes a project. I know for myself, you finish some project that you had challenges with because mm -hmm. of the intro, the the internal challenges that we have. You know, saying, "Am I able to do this?" and the self doubt and all these things. And once we actually finish what we started, there's a certain experience that we have of seeing ourselves in a different way after this. Is this something that you experienced through this? 
Yes, I would say that I started to see myself more in a neutral way because before that, I I don't know, it, it was hard for me to see myself in the music of like what is really the truth behind. It's like it was a lot between I cannot do it or I absolutely master it. So there was not so much in between. It was either I completely felt it or I I really lost uh lost that trust and now I feel I can see myself more in the middle it's like okay I have some things I uh, I really manage and some things I really want to learn more and um, go deeper into it so it's more neutral I feel yeah I think that's that's uh, a and, and how how has this affected your your personal life outside of the music That's a good question. <laughs> mm-hmm. You mean in the insight I just shared or the finishing yeah, of the Yeah, just album? like like I said, you know, when we start to, you know, I was talking to someone the other day telling them that, you know, every once in a while I try to do something that is completely different than I would ever imagine myself doing, not because I want to master it or not because I'm going to do it forever, but just then I start to have a different perspective of myself. And then when you have mm-hmm. this different perspective of yourself, then you can see yourself doing more things and, and you're able to kind of widen this mm-hmm. this idea of your expression. And mm-hmm. especially when you're working on some project, I, I imagine there must have been many different ups and downs uh, working on this project. It wasn't something that probably w- was – simple to do. I mean, if it was simple, everyone would be doing this. And and, mm-hmm. and so when you accomplish something that you feel very connected to, and you finish this, then you start to feel different, you start to perceive yourself maybe a little, like you said, in a neutral way. And how does this affect mm-hmm. the rest of your life? Because your life isn't mm-hmm. isolated from the, you know, once you leave the yoga studio, or once you leave the recording studio, then you go back to your old self. Yeah, I think it brings me more to earth. I think that's what actually happened in the way of, um, mm, yeah, not staying just up in that dreamy space of all the possibilities I, I have, but to see of what I can really do and how then are the steps, what do I need to learn or what do I need to do to actually manifest what I want. And I think that was uh, um, the experience I had, no, because I had, I didn't even think about uh, how long it would take or how much, uh, how many challenges would come. So I think it it brought me more to earth and to a, yeah, um, a humble state of uh, of um, thinking like, wow, there is so much work behind what people do, you know, and also to mm-hmm. to see that around me and then to decide and get more clear of what do I then really want to do and how do I want to continue with that. Yeah. So, so you f- you feel more grounded. You feel more kind of secure in your expression and in your life. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. And so, someone mm-hmm. that lives a lifestyle like you do, you travel around. You have a a big van mm-hmm. that you travel all throughout Europe, which mm-hmm. is a lifestyle that at times may be difficult to feel grounded, or 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 some people are very good at moving around. Ha- has this affected? your approach to life at all. Mm-hmm. 
So actually it uh, happened also with the music project that I uh, stayed where um, close to the studio. So um, in the middle of Germany and I'm living in a, in a nature place, in a nature community. And I had that idea to go back to Portugal and do all of this. And then sure, all this uh, uh, pandemic came, but also that gave us the opportunity to dive deeper into the music project. And it just decided, made me decide to stay where I am. So I feel more settled now as well in, um, yeah, in the lifestyle I'm living, which is for sure also contributing to feel more grounded in, in that way, yeah. And do you think yeah. when things open up somewhat uh, go to normal that you will again resume the kind of moving around and traveling around? Or do you think that now you, you're enjoying this type of experience more? I think it will always be both. I'm a traveling soul and I will always also move from place to place. But I think not in the way I did before because I feel right now more the need of having a base, a, um, a firm base somewhere. Um, but I also know when there will be the possibility to travel to festivals. I am happy to do so, also to share the music and to share whatever I, I feel inspired to do. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting. The, the situation that we're in has, has forced us to, to adjust our life or to change our life in some way. And, and like you, I, I haven't had a home in, in I don't know how many years, 10 years, 15 years. Mm. I've just been moving around. And one thing I think I've realized through this and through my own expression and doing things that, yeah, maybe it's time to not stop the travel, but maybe to find a place to have a, a set place where I can venture out into the world from this place to have some more, uh, I don't know if you want to say, I, th I almost think it's kind of an intimacy type of thing because there's two mm -hmm. ways to explore. You can move around and you can explore so many different things and this is a great adventure. And then there's some people I, I know who have never left the city they were born in. And I used to look at that and say, how can you do that? And I still, in a, in a way, it's it's kind of hard to imagine. But the intimacy that comes from being in one place or from at least having some kind of roots in a place is, is very different, uh, I find, for me, and maybe something that needs to be worked on a little bit. And I see a lot of the fellow travelers starting to experience this as well, which is quite interesting. Definitely, yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And mm. so where where in Germany are you? Um I'm in the west of Germany close to Münster. Yeah. Mm. But also right okay. now I'm in Austria where my boyfriend lives in the in okay. the mountains in uh, in Austria. So right now I'm here and yeah. Also feels very very in nature. <laughs> oh, very nice. Yeah. And mm. so now are you that you finished this CD, are you starting to think, okay, what, when, what songs do I want for another CD or what, what mantras do I want to play? Or do you just kind of let it evolve naturally and, and connect to these things? Yeah, I think it goes more in that way that it evolves naturally. So um, right now I'm playing a lot of music with my boyfriend as well, um, who was not participated in the project before because we don't know each other so long now. But he's a musician mm -hmm. as well, and uh, we just also use that time right now to 
play a lot together and yeah so i think if there will be a second cd it will be very different vibe and uh yeah but i think that's the nature of uh of me also no it's like all the time changing and things can evolve so the unexpected can happen yeah it's not like yeah. after a plan and then i'm deciding to record this and that no it's like it just appears and it will show when the time is right yeah and, and do you plan on doing any more videos for the album or, or just this one that you've already done, which is a beautiful video? It looks really well done, really interesting. Yeah, actually, this is one plan I have in the staying here in the mountains that I uh, want to record a second video. And yeah, we already have the connection to a beautiful filmmaker in that area. And yeah, because I wanted to to record in the snow with a drone. So um, that was the idea to um, to do that here in the next weeks. Yeah. Oh, great, great. Mm -hmm. So where can people find this uh, CD to to purchase this? Where, online or? Mm -hmm. So the best is on Bandcamp. You can find me um, with my name. Um, and then, but it's also on Spotify and Apple Music, iTunes. Uh, yeah, I, I think on most common platforms you can find it. Okay, and I'll put links into the episode uh, notes. So if you want, you can find links to connect with this. And where can my listeners connect with you online? Where is a good place to find you if they want to tell you how great the CD is or to share their experience with it? I think the best is on Instagram. Yeah, also with my name. You can put the okay. link. Okay. And so I'll put the link in the episode. Great. Well, thank you for coming on and to share your experience with this project. It's really nice. I really enjoyed the, the music. Do we even call it a CD? I haven't touched a CD in, in over a decade. Do they call it CDs still? I don't know. Or album? I think you call it album. Yeah. The An CD album. is the uh, compact disc, and then album is just a yeah. Two things I haven't music. seen in, in decades. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I so I, after this episode or after our interview here, listeners can stay on and and hear the single to your CD, uh, Darte High. And uh, and it's a beautiful song. And if you want, you can. I'll put links to the video on YouTube. You can go watch this as well and 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 see the performance of the song. So thank you for joining me today. Thank you. And uh, thank you for the music. <laughs> thank you for inviting me.
And that was Darty Hay by Priti Nivas Kar, the first single off her release of Inner Sanctuary. And you can see the video to that song on YouTube. There will be links in the episode description, along with links where you can find her music. Please continue to support the podcast by rating and reviewing it on iTunes and sharing it with a friend. Also, if you're enjoying the program, please make a donation. Help support the podcast. Thank you. And you can go to the website, thestoryofmepodcast.com, to make the donation, to connect with me on social media, and to ask questions to be answered on the show. All right. Until the next time, from the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding, allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions. Why?